Hello everyone, this is Sherelle Jardine, and this is Make a Scene Canada on Pacific Northwest Radio. Make a Scene Canada is a go-to for discovering new artists. As well, it's a place to hang out with our Canadian icons. I absolutely love, and it's my great pleasure, to bring you the songs and stories of our world-class Canadian musicians. Make a Scene Canada is sponsored by Zed Productions. Zed Productions is a full-service production company offering the best studios and services to suit your project and budget, from producing to recording and mixing. Contact Sheldon Zaharko at sheldonzaharko.com. There is a lot that goes into running this station and its podcasts, and while we bring it to you for free, we could use some support to keep running and growing. Any contributions, no matter how small, are appreciated. If you love the show and would like to donate to Make a Scene Canada, go to PacificNorthwestRadio.com and click on the top right where it says Contribute. Click on Become a Patron, and then you'll have a few options. You can make a custom pledge and donate whatever you'd like, or for as little as a buck a month, you can help keep the station and Make a Scene Canada rocking. You can also become an official sponsor of any one of our podcasts or online radio station. All details are on the Contribute section as well, or you can get in touch with us, and our email is pacificnorthwestradio at gmail.com. In the subject line, put Make a Scene Canada or Pacific Northwest Radio or maybe one of our other programs, and you can find them all on pacificnorthwestradio.com. Find Make a Scene Canada back shows on Pacific Northwest Radio. Just click on the show icon on the homepage. You can also find us on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, plus a whole array of sites, all waiting for you to discover. Right now, while you're listening to the show, find us on social media, Instagram and Facebook at Make a Scene Canada. We also have a group page, Make a Scene BC, where you can post your upcoming gigs. Don't forget to give the station a like on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Pacific Northwest Radio. My guest today is Mary Garnett Edwards. She's a singer-songwriter with a new album out, and I love this. On her website, it says, happiness is what she strives for, and music is Mary's happiness. Hello. Hey, how's it going? It's good. Is this Sherelle? It is Sherelle. Mary, thank you so much for being on Make a Scene Canada. Oh, thank you. Awesome. Let's go back to the early days when you got the bug for music. Um, you know, when I was a little girl, um, my family was a big family, and my mother would squeeze us into the back of a car. And my only outlet, besides having all the kids beside me picking each other at each other, you know what kids are like, would be to sing. And I'd hear something on the radio, and uh, I'd start singing to it. And I'd sing it really bang on. And my dad would say, wow, Mary's singing that song really good. And my sister would go, my sister would go, Oh, be quiet, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because you were getting the attention. But, um, you know, sometimes little kids can nail, you know, a song perfect just in their own little world, you know. Yeah. And I had a big, deep voice at a very young age. And uh, I really liked some of the old rock and roll. And I loved the old country and Western styles. So that always stuck with me. And um, when I was, uh, you know, nine and ten, I learned how to play the guitar just 
basic little chords like, you know, D, G, and E, or E minor, and A minor, and I'd make songs out of those. Mm -hmm. And so some of my earliest songs are songs that I'm doing right now, and I'm doing another CD right now, and one of my earliest songs um, I'm doing right now that is actually a really good song that I wrote when I was really, really young. Oh, that's amazing. I, I love that story. And actually, a little bit more than that, when you were about 12, I guess your mom used to take you down to the Barricade Coffee House in Edmonton? Yes, and the week before that I was there playing at the Barricade Coffee House, um, I would get up on a free mic night. And I'd get up and do my little, you know, Vietnam song or whatever was prevalent at that time. And uh, I'd write about stuff, you know. So my mom said, well, you know, there's a little coffee house. Let's take Mary down there because she's got her guitar and, you know, she likes to do that. So let's take her down. So I got in there and I played my little butt off. And really enjoyed it. But the week before, Bruce Coburn was playing. Oh, that's crazy. And so I, that's how I got to know his music, because I saw the poster. And then I started to become aware of his music. And that really pulled me into the, the folk market. So basically, I was just a little folk singer. And when I came to Vancouver... I started to play at places like Kit's Coffee House and Soft Rock Cafe, and I'd just get up on open mic night and uh, just play my songs. Wow. And uh, that that stuck with me in my life. And I, I don't know, it, when I got old after nursing my husband from his cancer, uh, that was very, very heartbreaking for me. Um, we went through 11 operations together. He was a, a Hall of Fame player in Canada and music. He wrote the song Wildflower and many other songs. And I stuck by him so he could have his career because he started to get really, really ill. He was ill like 20 years before and uh, he had diabetes. So I would be at home just keeping everything together for him so that he could go out and tour. Mm -hmm. um, he would have moments where he'd, you know, get blank um, from the different sugar levels in his body. And so I had to really monitor him and try to help him through so he could have his career. And when finally my husband passed away, I was exhausted. And I thought, well, what, what should I be doing? at my age what what should what's calling me mm -hmm. you know everybody has that mm -hmm. and i swear you do when you get old enough you kind of think to yourself what should you be doing and so i started doing jewelry and i started making purses which i do really really well i love making jewelry and i love artsy things you know mm -hmm. but i kind of thought well mary you know this isn't calling you these kind of little jobs aren't calling you. And I'm not a great salesperson. I don't like to push people into anything. Here, come buy my earring. Right. It was like, no, I don't want to do that. You know, that's, that's sort of, to me, I'm not a sales girl. <laughs> yes, I am a failure in the sales world. <laughs> but what it led me to was the fact that I'm a singer. 
And I would be in traffic, very sometimes emotional over my husband's passing. Mm -hmm. I have a hard time even now thinking about him, you know. Yeah. But what came from that was my music again, because I'd be in traffic, just heartbroken, over Doug, and I'd start singing my songs. And I think, Mary, you're singing Remembering, and that would stick with me for two days, for two days. And then, you know, you wake up at night, and the darn song is on your brain. Oh, it's still there. So I thought, darn, I love that song, Remembering. I should go and try and record that. So when I was cleaning out the basement, I started to come across all my old psych recordings. Ah. So I took them over to Heritage Films in Abbotsford, and I had all of those old tapes converted. And what I found when I had those tapes converted was all my old songs, Play the Game and White Lightning and Face of Reality. And I started to sing again. And I could feel like, darn, Mary, you have a natural voice in there. You, you've you got your sound, mm-hmm. and this is what you're meant to do. And from the minute I started recording, the first few days when I went over to uh, Down Under Studios, uh, it was very emotional for me because I was doing it also without my husband, right. you know? I really loved my husband so much. We were together for 28 years. Oh, wow. And I just felt, you know, I didn't have his encouragement in this. I didn't have him there by me playing those leads and putting those acoustic tracks down for me. Right. You know? Yeah. But I was beyond fortunate to have his friends in my life, his studio friends. And I asked Andreas... Um, to, you know, could you listen and see if you would want to do this project? So Andrea said, you know, I've, I've got something I'm doing in your area. I'll come by and maybe, you know, you could play me a song and see. And I said, well, Andreas, you know, I'll take out a guitar and I'll dust it off and hmm. I'll play you this song I just wrote for the radio for the Jason Lawrence Medicine Show that I played live on there. So um, Andreas came over and I played Grifter. And he said, Mary, I'll take you. You're, you're, you're a singer, Mary. And I said... Thank you, Andreas. I really feel like I am a singer, you know? Mm-hmm. And he said, Mary, you've got one of the biggest voices live I've heard. Like, you've got a big voice, Mary. And I said, yeah, I've always had that loud sound, but it's not a yelling voice, mm-hmm. um, which my husband hated. So, you know, you could be singing, and if you're yelling, that really got on my husband's nerves. Right. So my husband said, Mary, you know, you are a really big singer, and, and you're a natural singer so and what you do i really love so thank god too my husband recorded quite a bit of songs for me so we could keep them and have them and uh from there i started doing that recording and i just the first few songs i did the first one i did was grifter and Boy, I was so shocked when I 
was finding out what it was turning out like just to hear my voice because I, I hadn't really heard my voice recorded in a long time. And my husband said to me that he loved that I had a recording voice. And he said, some people, they can't hit the notes and they need the auto-tune. And he said, Mary, you're just a natural uh, recording voice. And um, so when I first heard my, my song, I was shocked at my voice because it sounded like a growly old grandma. <sighs> You know, <laughs> but I kind of thought, well, Mayor, you know, this is you now. This is what you got. Do your best. So every time I'd record a song, I'd be crying and crying and crying listening to it. I'd uh. come and I'd wake up in the middle of the night and I'd sit in my chair and I'd listen to the songs. And I, it was, it was an emotional moment for me because I was finally doing what I felt like I was called to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for some people, it's, it's uh, you know, something they feel like they want to do, but they never get around to doing it, you right. know, whether it's making something or painting or writing a book or, you know, doing music. And for me, I felt like I really needed to complete that in my life. Mm-hmm. And uh, so for me to sing, it was a natural thing. And I've gone on the Jason Lawrence Medicine Show, and it was Jason Lawrence, um, who I knew from childhood. I knew him from when he was a real little boy. And he always uh, had a great friendship with me. And uh, he basically got me back to singing because he invited me to be on his radio show to sing live. So I dusted the guitar off again Mm. and I went on his show and I did some uh, old songs and I did my new one that I had written for his show because I thought, well, I got to do something new. Mm -hmm. So I did Grifter and I got on there and I went for it. Grifter, don't come back. She's too young. To be on her own. And uh, he got tons of response from that. The university students uh, called in and they they said, who was that woman? What voice was that? <laughs> <laughs> who you was know? that? <laughs> who was that? So, you know, there I was. And then I did also my Mother Don't You Worry, and I did that a cappella. And Mother, Don't You Worry with the softness parts. Mother, don't you worry. I'll find my own way. So people wrote, uh, you know, phoned him about that song, too, and said they all started bursting into tears over their, their mother, that they were so heartfelt over their mother worrying about them growing up and going out on their own. Right. And so some of the old songs that I did with my husband, I did a recording um, called First Stone, uh, Garnet Edwards. I'm going to be redoing some of those songs coming up. I was going to ask you about that. That was in 97, I guess, that you did that with Doug. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Uh. And um, I got some play on CMT with uh, two videos. 
and it it just didn't it didn't fly it didn't go so we we dropped it and i just stopped singing i basically stopped singing after that after wow. i did that recording in 1997 i quit singing cuz i kind of thought well you know i i don't have what it takes to to do it and um or there's something not that great about my voice that you know so I, I should just stop. But then I felt like once, once after my husband had passed and I felt like I've just got too much time on my hands. And uh, I kind of thought, well, what is my sound? Mm-hmm. And I have a very um, kind of a gruff sound and, and I accept that. Yeah, I, I mean, that that's that's the nice thing about it is when you know who you are as an artist and then you just take that and you put it out there for the world and it's it's such a beautiful thing. Um, we're kindred spirits because I actually sing with my husband and we write. We have a couple bands together, so I absolutely know. And he's also a type 1 diabetic. I truly understand when, um, because you and your husband, you know, you you were so close in every aspect of life plus music. So I, I totally get that the same with, with my husband. And uh, so, Well, yeah. because you find like they are, when you do music with somebody, it's more in a way than being married because mm-hmm. you work with them too. Yes. You're working with them, but they're also, they're learning your songs for you. And they're the enabler because they're the ones that can play the instruments really well. Yeah, my husband's a piano player, so it's I play guitar Beautiful. and he plays piano, and it's just yeah. So it's it's all a good thing. Um, I know I want to I want to keep talking about White Lightning because I think it's so exciting for you. Now your bio says it's an unearthed archive and poignant fresh read chapter in a near five decade career in the making featuring lyrics seasoned by a life lived in the crooks and crannies of human experience white lightning lands with a raw intensity forged by the fire of hard times made manageable with rye wit and gratitude it offers a depth of practical knowledge from beyond the boundaries of the ordinary Um, that says a lot it's it's a combination of your whole life work yes it is it really is. I I kept all my songs, and they were put away for a really long time. I didn't bring my music out for, for well, almost 25 years. Wow. So for me to, to go back and look over all my stuff, um, the memories of writing my work, like White Lightning, I wrote in a kitchen in Kitsilano in uh, Vancouver. And... Uh, I was a single mother at the time, and I was sitting at my table looking out, um, and I saw a man that was drunk on the street, and I had my guitar there. I was, I was learning some songs, and it just struck me, and I started to write to it, and it's, it was uh, one time, it was like the night when also there was lightning, and we don't often get that in Vancouver, mm-hmm. the sounds of it in the sky and that's where white lightning came from it came from um the sound of the lightning in the sky and the rain on my window and this man that was drunk on the street and he sat down and it was under a, a light under a street light and i was watching him and thinking what is this guy doing like he needs to go home or yeah. something he's like loaded 
And uh, I wrote that song. There's a man out on the street. Don't think he's doing too well. But just like uh, many, that, right? Many songs complain. Many, many things came from that. Uh, white lightning come down from the sky. White lightning is just it. It's something that that pulls you to what's going on. So I I wrote White Lightning and it's just the rain and the clean rain of Vancouver. Mm. And in that night, I wrote two songs. I wrote Habits I Keep. That's what I'm recording right now, which is a very bluesy thing. That That's what I sang just now. And um, White Lightning. And those two together um, were two songs that I ended up that week singing at a coffee house. And both of them were were like little hits. People uh, loved them that night. I love the stories behind the songs. Yeah, well, you know, my songs are very reflective of the life that I live. And uh, so, especially right now for this next CD, uh, some of the songs that um, I have written uh, from the past that are going into this next CD are very um, reflective of uh, sad life, of life uh, lived, of what people are living now. Mm. Um, in, in White Lightning, Loner was a very um, reflective song of life lived, um, of, of life trying not to be homeless mm. and uh, being alone. Right. And so some of my songs are, are like that. They are me. Remembering is very me. It was over a breakup, and a breakup that was hard for me to forget um, of a boy I loved, a man I loved. Hmm. And so I I wrote that for that. I spent too long remembering when I should have spent my time forgetting. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's it was a definitely a country tune, a very old fashioned country song. So I really, um, it helped me to get over uh, the love and to watch someone go off and have another life. That's that's what remembering is. Yeah. How many tracks are on White Lightning? Thirteen. That's it. That's a lot. That's commendable for a first release. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. There's 13 tracks and... uh, uh, three are by John Holbrook. He's a great writer, and uh, he's a director in the movie industry. Um, he's uh, retired now, and he has a company called Movie Skills, where he teaches for the University of Victoria um, how to make movies. He teaches people that, how to direct, and how to put film together. Oh, awesome. And, uh, but John is a real writer, and uh, I love his love songs. So 30 years ago, I sang John's songs, and uh, they stuck with me. They, I, uh, I recorded them with John when I was young, and uh, his songs really stuck with me. So when I started to put together this CD, um, 
I did three of John's songs, the ones that I had recorded when I was young. Oh, and okay. um, I loved his love, love songs. Mm. Um, um, I had a dream was a newer one that I just learned that he had written for his wife, Mayumi. But um, the other two songs, uh, I Think Only of You and T- Tonight's the Night, I I recorded when I was young with John. Oh, okay. And uh, those songs really stuck with me, so I decided to put them on the CD. Um, the rest of them on the CD are mine, and I did... Uh, I did. Um, I I don't want to set the world on fire, uh, which is an old song that was done by the Ink Spots, and um, yeah, I love that song. And my husband really loved that song, and that's why I did did. I thought I should put one cover on a uh, the CD, nice. and that was the cover that I chose. Okay. And then who played on the tracks? Who was the who are the musicians that played on the album? Um the musicians that played on the album were um uh Andreas Schuld, he is my producer and uh, guitar player. Mm-hmm. Uh Norm Fisher on bass. Um Daryl Havers on keyboard and accordion. Uh Pat Stewart on drums. And then he had, um, he hired uh, Chaz Williams on Dobro and uh, Matt Kelly on um, the pedal steel guitar. And John Holbrook on the, um, was on the harmonica. He played on his songs. And uh, and then I got... um, we got uh, Gord Maxwell to do my background vocals. Cool. Oh, that's awesome. That's, um, we know Daryl Havers very well. We're friends of his and Pat Stewart, of course. Um, so, yeah, it sounds like an all-star band. They were um, wonderful to play with, and they knew my husband really well. Um, so it was, it was just a natural to have them. You know, it made me feel more at home. Yeah, no kidding. To be able to have them. Aww. So Yeah, that sounds yeah. fantastic. Um, I want to talk about your social media. So some people love it. Some people hate it. What's your favorite platform to work with? Well, I'm just getting started on all those platforms. Um, I never was on anything. My husband, uh, when computers even first came out, we didn't even have one for like 12 years. And finally, somebody got on my husband and said, why don't you have email? That's ridiculous. Oh, (laughs) jeez. I'm not kidding. And uh, so finally, he went and we went and bought a computer. And uh, I was in shock. I couldn't believe it. We put it in the living room, and it sat there, and we just looked at it. And then finally, Valley says, Doug, you're getting emails from around the world. Yeah. People want to talk to you about Wildflower. Get on the email. And so we had to have some young kids come in and teach us about email. Oh. And we had all these emails oh, from all over the world. God. I'm not kidding. And... Uh, it was bizarre. And my husband goes, 
I don't know those people. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, Dad, Dad, these are people who want to ask you a question. They've got a blog and they want to ask you a question about Wildflower, (laughs) you know? And he goes, well, I don't know what to say. Oh, that's so <laughs> cute. Oh, my God. We've come a long way. We've come a long way since email. So, um, yeah. So, you know, even me, I went, well, how do I do this? Well, mm-hmm. hit this. Open these emails. What? Email? <laughs> <laughs> so, because, you know, we were in our own world yeah. and very private. Yeah. And so, what do I like on social media? I like Facebook, okay, for cool. sure. And I do like YouTube. I'm putting up all the little, um, I, I'm putting up all my my little uh, videos that are getting made right now. I right now have nine videos up, and I'm happy about that. Yeah. I, I think maybe even I've got ten videos now. But I've been getting all these little videos made, and uh, this month coming up, I'm doing uh, one or two more videos with line dancing in it, uh, ballroom uh, dancing, uh, line dancing. Oh, okay. So it's going to be sort of weird, but I'm doing it to remembering. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm redoing um, another video for uh, just not redoing, just doing another one. Yeah. Um, of remembering because I really love remembering. So it should be, it should turn out good. Who's making your videos for you? Um, well, I've had John Holbrook make some videos, quite a few of them actually. And then I got Dale Shippum uh, from the movie industry. Um, he's a special effects artist and he makes all kinds of weird stuff uh, for films. Uh, and okay. he also makes videos. So uh, Dale Shippum did a video uh, for Grifter. John did a, gri- a Grifter video. So I have two of those up. And um, now I'm having Andrew William uh, do uh, a video for me. Uh, he's a younger guy, but he works in the movie industry. And so I'm having him do the remembering video right now. Awesome. And so, yeah, I'm just uh, getting all my little videos made. And I, because of the virus, I've been spending more time doing little videos and getting them completed and done. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what I've been spending my energy on. No, that's awesome. Um, What's your official website? How can people find you? Uh, my official website is marygarnetedwards.com. Dot com. Okay. And right now I've, I've done four new songs for my latest uh, CD right now. Um, and uh, completing a song that I'm writing right now with uh, Andreas Schuld. And uh, yeah, so I should be back in the studio in about three weeks. Awesome. And doing four more songs. Okay. So that'll complete uh, eight or nine songs. I think nine songs. And then I'll do uh, another month coming up. And then I'll have finished another CD. Wow, you're just on fire, girl. <laughs> yeah, so I'm trying the best I can. And, uh, and then after that, I'd like to do another CD. Because I was a prolific writer when I was young. And uh, I, I really love that, that, you know, um, I'm able to do that. So I'm going to be doing another one of my favorite country tunes. And 
and uh, see how it all turns out. All right. Well, what song would you like me to play on the show and tell people what the song is about? Well, I'd like you to play Remembering. Okay. And Remembering uh, was about my love that, um, you know, I broke up with a boyfriend and I was really in love with that guy. And uh, it was just, you know, how do you forget a love that you felt was a great love and that you've had to let go of? And that's what Remembering is about. All right. Well, the album White Lightning is available now. Head over to Mary's website. You can find the links to stream and download her music. Thank you so much for being on the show, Mary. We wish you much love, happiness, and success with the new album and all your albums to come. And I'll be playing your music too, Sherelle. I'll be checking you out and playing your music, and I'll add it to my playlist. Awesome. And... um, I'll be showing it to friends. Cool. All well, right. Thank you, darling. Thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. Yeah, very, very nice to connect with you. And let's stay in touch. And yeah, I look forward to hearing all your new stuff. Okay. Thank okay, you. Mary. Take care, dear.
Once again, that was Remembering by Mary Garnett Edwards. Go check out Mary on her official website, marygarnettedwards.com, to download and stream her music, plus find her social media sites and keep up to date with her videos and her next album. And that's the show. I'm always grateful to share our Canadian artists and their music. Leave Pacific Northwest Radio on 24-7. It's music online all the time. You can find my past shows, like I said at the beginning of the show, click the Make a Scene Canada icon on the homepage of Pacific Northwest Radio. As well, you can find Make a Scene Canada on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, plus a whole array of sites all waiting for you to discover. Big shout out to my Make a Scene Canada sponsor, Sheldon Zaharko from Zed Productions. All you rock stars ready to record your new album or single, check out Zed Productions at SheldonZaharko.com. The music that you're listening to right now is from my band Head, recorded with Sheldon. You can hear more Head at headmusic.ca, or if you'd like to listen to my softer side, Stone Poets, you can find our music at stonepoets.ca. Also, check out shereljardine.ca to get in touch. Take a few minutes out of your day and share artists, make a scene Canada and Pacific Northwest Radio on social media. Signing off now. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, let's make a scene, Canada. Canada.